0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of You Haven't I'm Seen, seen that.
1: that.
0: I'll jump ahead. This is a show where me, Isaac, and... Alva. We're married. Uh, we check out movies on that growing list of things that we haven't checked out that have people asking the question. Go ahead.
1: You, you haven't, haven't Seen, seen that?
0: that. There you go. We have to have a flow. Okay, let's stay on to what we're doing. Let's not change things, Alva. All right?
1: I sorry. I saw, it. I saw it. <laughs> Man,
0: real professional. Uh, let's move it along. Okay. okay. We got a race to watch in, in a couple minutes. Yes. Yeah, this is gonna be a 10 minute podcast.
1: <laughs> Here you go.
0: <laughs> okay. If you guys are listening to, listening to our shows, uh our episodes chronologically, yes, we said we were done with the Halloween movies, the spooky movies. But We
1: lied. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, not necessarily. Because, you know, we record a week prior and then, you know, a little inside baseball. We record a week prior and then I edit. Alpha does nothing. She just sits and looks pretty, just like she's doing now. Hi. And and then uh the following week it comes out. I drop it. Which means, right now, as you're listening to this, we're in the past. And we are a couple of days away from Halloween. And so, last night, wasn't last night?
1: No, two nights ago.
0: Two nights ago. Oh, man. Time travel. Two nights ago, we went over to our friend's house, who we were supposed to watch the first Insidious movie with. And, sorry, see him. We were, you know, she was a little bummed out about it. But we made up for it. We hung out with her, as we always do near the Halloween se- the, the end of Halloween. And, uh, and watched Insidious Chapter Chap- 2. Is it just in Chapter 2? I thought it was Insidious too. Is it Chapter 2? It's
1: Chapter 2. Oh, fancy. Get that right.
0: Yeah, I couldn't wait. We had to dive back into the world of Insidious and keep that spooky feeling alive. And I'm happy that we did watch this one uh, very like quickly after mm-hmm. watching the first one because I, I don't I There was what, five chapters in this whole
1: I thought there was six.
0: I don't even I don't know. know. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to we'll, we'll get to all of them eventually, um, but I'm happy that we did because I liked it a lot better than the first one.
1: It did make up for the for the first one. It
0: made it for the first one a lot. So this movie came out in uh, September of 2013 with a budget of
1: five million.
0: What was the first budget? Do you remember?
1: I don't remember the first budget. I can read. Let me do my skills here. The first one was 1.5 million.
0: Ooh, that's significant. Yeah, and it shows. It It does show. This one, um, pardon my memory. What year did the first one come out in? 2011. 2010.
1: 2010.
0: Okay, so just so just a few years after, we get part two, and it feels like James Wan. It feels like he locked it in. I I was more into the movie visually the writing as far as dialogue wasn't as cheesy yes you still have the geek squad ghost hunter guys that that i'm going to say it right off the top ruined those parts of the movie for me mm-hmm. because i i felt like this movie didn't need them now come at me in the comment sections come at me in the dms i don't care i felt like because this movie was i don't know <laughs> more mature that it didn't need those two immature idiots it didn't
1: i think they're like Elise's goons for the next movie or something right yeah so i i i kind of like understood why they needed to be there and i really didn't mind them they're like really short small they they're... did
0: they did minimize uh well for a bit they i feel like they they did realize what how their dynamic was in the first one like mm-hmm. two on the nose goofy and I feel like they did turn them down
1: a little bit. Yeah. A
0: little bit. So I'm happy about that. Doesn't completely turn me off from the movie. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Yeah. Um, any any fun facts, any pre production that you research that you learn?
1: Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So the film mm-hmm. there is a hospital scene in there. Right. So that is a local hospital in LA. Mm. It's the Linda Vista hospital. And it was that hospital is shown in over 30 movies.
0: Ah, do you yeah. have any of the movies listed there?
1: I do not. I'm <laughs> focusing on one movie, okay? <laughs> Google.
0: Yeah, yeah, Google. Google, people. <laughs> I to Google everything for you. Come on, <laughs> move it along. We got a race to watch.
1: We got the Grand Prix. <gasps> Parker Crane, the old lady, which now is two different actors from the first one. The first one was uh, Philip Friedman, and the second one was Tom F- Fitzpatrick.
0: So to put it into context, uh, in the first movie, a little backstory on Josh is the photos he was taking as a kid. There's this ghost surrounding him, or it's always next to him, and it's in the form of an old lady. And I kept thinking, and you kept calling her grandma or babushka or whatever. My babushka. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's going to be like, th- that was the thing that was haunting him. Maybe it's going to come back later. And then end of the first one, in case you guys haven't seen it, uh, then you haven't seen that. In the end of the first one, she, it's, she possesses him oh, yeah. and kills Elise. Mm-hmm. And then later on in this film, it's revealed that, spoilers of course, it's revealed that uh, the old lady is not actually an old lady. It's actually a man cross-dressing as an old lady. But even in the first one, I felt like they knew that they were going to do that because the yeah. uh, the old lady was played by those two aforementioned actors.
1: Philip Friedman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another fun fact here is there is a director cameo. It's James Wan like, popped yeah. up? Uh, the, uh, um, there's a scene where uh, the Geek Squad or bex and um tucker yeah they're showing someone on the on their laptop and james wan is on on the, in the wallpaper there
0: he's on the wallpaper
1: on the yeah on their laptop <laughs> oh. what oh.
0: what other uh there was another cameo or easter egg you said james wan likes to do that in his movies kind of yes. like how pixar does yes. with like you know Uh, the Buzz Lightyear toys or whatever in in uh, Nemo Mm -hmm. or something of the sort, right? Pixar always does that.
1: So what did he do? He in this movie, which we'll we'll explain later on, um, there is a scene where there's an Annabelle doll in Mm -hmm. the chair, but if you're not really paying attention, you just think it's just some dolls. Since Conjuring was filmed before Insidious Chapter Two, Mm -hmm. he put a little Easter egg in there, and they both came out the same year. The only thing is he was done filming Conjuring in 2012. Okay. Uh, that's when he starts to uh, advertise Conjuring. So I'm like, James Wan does have um, the Annabelle doll in there.
0: And his Easter eggs.
1: And there's an Easter egg, yeah.
0: So. Not, as, not as heavy-handed as the first one in Mm-mm. Insidious 1, chapter 1, of uh, Billy the Jigsaw doll oh, drawing yeah. on the board. Okay, so let's get into it. I didn't know that Blumhouse took over the production because they didn't, they didn't do the first one, right? Was Blumhouse even around at that time? I don't know. I don't think so. Right? So Blumhouse getting their, their hands in it, I think helped out a lot. I don't know how much Blumhouse noted the movie and made those adjustments. I'm not going to research it. But all I will say is you can see the quality step up compared from the last movie to this movie.
1: Oh, yeah. They, they're known for making some good, uh like halloween movies or like suspense
0: i'm gonna fight you on that one okay so hit and miss for me
1: okay i'm
0: not a blumhouse stan like i used to be mm-hmm. or like some people that i know are i think you like love blumhouse more than yeah. i do because i have issues with some of the movies that they come out with the production's strong but the storylines like they don't stick the landing for instance the requels of halloween i like the first one not a fan of the second one.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: A little iffy about the third
1: one. Yeah, I guess. I mean.
0: <laughs> and, and even the rest of like all the other Blumhouse movies, they're hits and they're misses. But I will give credit to Blumhouse in that he or they or whatever, they, they know what they're making. And they put their heart and soul into it. It's just misses on the storyline. I'm going to throw a random number out there. They hit 60% they of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I'm going to give them a little more credit where credits due. I will still go watch Blumhouse movies.
1: Well, yeah, no. Yeah. I I'm going to force you anyway. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, not you don't have to force me. I'm 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 happy <laughs> to go watch them. Just like A24. I'm more of an A24 stan. Okay. Stand. So you're
1: the A24. Yeah. I'm okay with A24. Uh-huh. I'm 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 getting there. Some movies do, but I I do like Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah. Because they just I don't know. I, so far the ones that I do like are like The Black Phone. Get Out is one of that them. That was really
0: good. Yeah. Black Phone was solid. Mm-hmm. Blood Mass to Get Out? Yep. But that was a Monkey Paw production.
1: Uh, I have a hero. Get Out. All right. And I have Happy Death Day, Megan. Megan was kind of a bit of a miss, but it was still good. I'm like, it I was, like where I, you I think went. it was
0: like a comedy horror. I feel like Yeah. Was, anyways, but we're not talking about those movies. We're talking about this one.
1: See, sidetrack.
0: Yeah. Man. Ari, I blame you. Let him nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this movie, this movie takes place. This movie picks up, rather. Right at, right, after. right after chapter one, which is, to put it into context, like I said before, Josh slash Parker slash the old lady kills Elise, and Elise took a picture of Josh, and in that photo, it was the old lady, which his wife, Renee, sees, mm-hmm. and basically knows that Josh isn't Josh.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: And so that's where that movie ends. And then this one picks up in a flashback and then an earlier and i was totally waiting for you to go like
1: earlier oh <laughs> yeah
0: where we actually get to explore uh young josh and oh, young yeah. lorraine and young elise
1: and you get to uh, see how um how it kind of started and yeah. how, why they were uh called into basically making josh forget everything
0: right with the whole the hypnosis mm-hmm. and stuff so it opens up, uh, 1982, and I have to find out where that house is because I feel like I've seen it before. The first house, by the way, I used to work around that area in Victoria uh, Circle, mm-hmm. and all of these houses, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I, I fucking saw that house too. Good house, good shot, good opening shots. That signature James Wan, like, whip-panned inside. Oh, on the side. I love it. He doesn't overuse it like he did in the first one. It was, it was just the right amount, so credit to you, Wan. Uh, it opens up the lease, the back of her head. Uh, the door opens and you see um, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Good casting, by the way, because they look like their respective counterparts. Yeah. My only problem with that, and you didn't pick up on this, I did not. Lin Shea plays Elise and then voices a younger counterpart, and it threw me off because she has a very distinct voice, and I can see why maybe they wanted to 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 do that little you know movie magic trickery mm-hmm. so that you're 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 still connected to the first film. Yeah, I I get it. But then when they continued to do it throughout that first uh, cold open, it kind of threw me off. It wasn't the, the, the lip syncing or whatever wasn't mismatched, but it's still, I'm I me, I'm picky, <laughs> and it threw me off just a, a small bit because I knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But it didn't for you because you didn't notice it. Nope. Yeah. That's my brain for you people.
1: I didn't pick up on it. I mean, I was like, this is cool, but all right, let's go.
0: So I'm not going to go into too much detail on that whole first opening scene. But in essence, um, it's it's what they already talked about in the first movie, mm-hmm. which is like Josh has that old lady in the photos and stuff like that. And But now you meet a new character, which is uh, Elise's sort of like demon hunter friend. Carl. Carl. And he is a, a sensitive the way that Elise is, just in his own ways. He does it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he feels things more powerfully.
1: I, I think he f- feels them but he can't see them like at least can see
0: ah um, until later on yeah to jump ahead a bit when he's in the when he thinks he's dead and he's in the further with josh mm-hmm. reveal he sees things in the further that josh doesn't see which i thought was super fascinating because you can still not see stuff in the further
1: well it also comes back to the sensitivity like he now can because he's in the further he can now see who they are.
0: Correct. But I, I just figured, like, well, I'm in the further, which means my soul is here with all my, you know, usual mortal mm-hmm. guards completely gone and down. You I would figure, but you know, these are the rules that they're setting up. I'm totally fine with that. It just um it didn't it didn't throw me off. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it was interesting, is well, all it was.
1: Josh still has that like, eh, I don't know, is it real? Is it not <laughs> kind of? Thing? No, no, no. So... He
0: totally thinks it's real. It's it's the uh, it's the body of Josh that's possessed by uh Parker that is so gaslighting.
1: Oh my yeah. god, trauma.
0: <laughs> so we're still in this opening scene, right? Uh, and then you get to meet this guy, and he's he's a little more sensitive as far as like feeling the things, and he knows that something's dangerous. You feel the room, and and then you get um them recording, them interviewing Josh, and they put him under hypnosis. Now my question was, if they're just doing a hypnosis, do you need the candles? Is that just for like it being like a filmic thing?
1: No, you can't. I mean, if you're doing that, you. You're getting candles.
0: That's just me being. Uh, yeah,
1: you're just you're just picking too much at this movie. <laughs> you're taking away from it.
0: I'm not taking I'm not taking away from it. I'm just uh, it's just questions that pop up in my head.
1: It's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Because l- later on in the movie, you're me, you, and Seham are like, "Oh, really? Did they? Why didn't she use this? Or why didn't she do that?" And I'm like, "It's just a movie, guys." <laughs> so, yeah. So we do it all the time. Ash is hypnotizing him, they play this like hot and cold game. Mm-hmm. I don't remember because my memory is garbage. Do they do that in the first one?
1: I don't think they do.
0: At all, right? At all. It no. just felt like it was familiar. Because I know I haven't seen Insidious Chapter Two.
1: No. Cause I don't remember them doing that. They might have done maybe like a similar um because
0: Dalton was completely in he a couple
1: yeah, he's in he was in bed, okay. bedridden. So then after that they play the hot and cold game.
0: And then they're asking him some questions. But there's Mm -hmm. a part where you think that he's answering Dalton. You think, not Dalton, sorry. Young Josh. You think young Josh is is answering Lorraine Mm -hmm. and uh, Elise's questions. Well, you're
1: you're skipping ahead.
0: Uh, For sure. But I didn't want to go into too much detail about it.
1: You're forgetting about Elise getting slashed. Her arm being cut open by this entity.
0: My bad. My memory's garbage. (laughs) You're right. And it's on recording. You're correct. (laughs)
1: That was fast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We have a
0: race to watch I can't argue this stuff
1: um, Yeah no no So they're playing a game After she does a little bit Of asking him questions And that's when he tells her uh, It's hot Mm -hmm. Get out of there But she sees something Of course in the closet Yeah Um, Ghosts have to hide in the closet I guess so (laughs) Uh, And that's when I guess It reaches out I'm not so sure If she reaches in to She reaches in Yeah And that's when she gets Slashed open Yeah and that's when she comes back down.
0: What happens? I saw what haunts him, and it's not a friend. It's a parasite. I've never felt such a malignant presence. It wants to be him. Miss Lambert, I think your son has a unique ability, a gift. When he sleeps at night, he's able to go places, see things, things
1: no living person is supposed to see. Only now, one of the dead has seen him too. Yeah. Well, and that's when young Josh stands up and he says, "I'll, I'll show, show you. you." And then that's when they're like, "What?" Yeah, he
0: goes to the hallway, points at the door. The door opens. Uh, cue freaky music, and then the mom's like, "What can we do?" Elise says, "We can r- take away his ability."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At this point, we know that Josh is a traveler and that he can astral project, and so Elise knows that the best thing to do is to take away his ability, hypnosis, and then cue insidious music. And that sting, that musical sting, it is still affected. <laughs> we, we said that in the first one, too.
1: have <laughs> sensitive ears. So, so then we're, we're 24 years later into this, into the present time. And then
0: Alva's like, later, later? No, I'm kidding. No,
1: later, <laughs> later, or later. Um, and that's when Renee, Josh's wife, is being-
0: Interviewed. Inter- interrogated.
1: Interrogated by a, te- a detective.
0: Which, Which, by the way, I got to jump in on that. That opening shot, that um, not to not to, to backtrack a little bit, but it goes into the, the musical sting and then opening credits, and mm-hmm. the opening credits do what I like that sequels okay. do, which is give a, um, a, a, a you know previously on Insidious, yeah, and they show all the things that kind of happened in the first one to catch you up, which was perfect, and they show you a little glimpses of what might happen later on. I loved it. Ran a little bit too long. I have that problem with uh, when intros do that. And then we have it upon the red door, it creaks open. And then it slowly pans in from the darkness. There's this like little glinter of, of a little scene. And then we slowly pan in and we hear uh, Rose Byrne um, being interviewed. Re- Renee. Yeah. Being interviewed. Because if you remember, Elise is dead. And so we gotta know who the hell did it. She's so now four. Yeah, now the cops are investigating this murder. Yeah. And of course, Rose Burns is Renee is telling them and she's trying to do that thing, like, I know it sounds crazy.
1: And, Of course, it's gonna sound crazy to a detective trying to solve a murder. He's like,
0: "Let me get this clear. Yeah, you're trying to say that uh, your son was a- your son and husband were astral projecting. Is that correct? They you
1: were know. in a different world.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm glad there wasn't too much of the interaction uh, between the the police, that detective, and her because mm-hmm. that that whole thing of like the skeptic mm-hmm. being a part of the movie, like I think it was already played out in the first one. Yeah. Um, we get a glimpse of it with him and then we later afterwards we cut to, we're now in Lorraine's house. So that's Josh's mom's house.
1: Because their house is a crime scene still. Oh, that's correct. It's not cleared at all.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So they're staying at the mom's house. They're kind of, um, it's a little bit of chaos, a little bit with the kids and everything. And that's when I think the walker for the kid, are they called walkers? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Walker. Yeah. Well, the piano is going on first. The yeah. piano,
1: but no, but it was like the kid crying with the walker, mm-hmm. and that's when the music on this thing started going, and freaked out the kid throughout the whole thing of them being inside the house and having all this stuff. you kind of sense something else is kind of there, but right. not, so it has that eerie feeling as it's going.
0: My question is, if you were Renee, wouldn't you immediately be like, "Oh God damn it, the fucking ghosts are back and it t- and she did eventually do that, but in my personal opinion, it took way too many beats. But not as long as she did in the first movie. But, speaking of the first movie, Josh is now back to being a skeptic. But we know that it's not Josh. But he's still being a skeptic. And you're like, what a gaslighting son of a bitch. And it made me, like, angry all over again. I hate you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, then at night, that's when she starts hearing the piano. Mm -hmm. And she goes to investigate. And there's no one in the piano room. No one's around. Everyone, quote unquote, is asleep. Because Dalton still may be doing his astral projecting.
0: My problem with uh, horror films, this is out of nowhere, so I know segue for it, but we're this happened a couple of times in the movie. Um, you always hear in movies that like lighting and angles and all that camera movements should should inform the story, right? Red lights. Red lights are used to indicate like, oh, something's bad about to happen, right? I didn't know people are still doing that nowadays, especially in horror films, because this is 2013, and I felt like that was more of like a like 80s, 90s thing to use red light to indicate that something bad was going to happen. I don't, I don't want to be warned that something creepy is going to happen. I oh. liked I liked when, and by the way, the red light wasn't from like a light bulb. It was like the, the glass pane. Okay. The stained glass, I'm sorry. And there's other scenes where the, the stain, parts of the stained glass that was green was illuminating stuff in green in a very creepy way. I like that. Not so much the red because I was like, come on, James Wan, you almost had this locked down. Well,
1: you said right now it was mostly shown in um, 80s films, right? Yeah. So the inspiration for insidious one and two or poltergeist one and two okay so as the father is the one that's being possessed by the evil spirit which usually is like an old man he's gone crazy or something okay that's kind of like so what you're the... saying
0: is that in fact james wan is paying homage and i'm taking this shit too literally homage homage,
1: homage. i still think you're saying the word wrong <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey listeners if you think that i'm saying the word homage homage or homage incorrectly or if it's one of those three hit me up in the comments and dms dms
1: i really want to know
0: <laughs> so the piano so now okay so now the piano's playing the walker goes on turns down by itself the baby monitor
1: starts she starts to cry and then the baby monitor
0: and we go back up to the room baby's crying because the baby is out of the crib
1: on the floor on
0: the floor and give the Oscar to the baby because that crying if anyone has had babies we have never had babies but if, uh, if we've been around our nieces and nephews and there's like that that crying that a baby had like a despair yeah So this is just, like, a few minutes after all the scary stuff is happening, and finally Rose Burns, Renee, is, like, she's telling Josh, "We got to get the hell out of here because the ghosts are still around. And he's, like,
1: No, bah. no, no, it got and, solved. Yeah,
0: bah, humbug. And, and, but he did make a good point. They can't move. Yeah. So they're not going to do that thing where the bouncing around houses are going to keep in this one other creepy they house. They just
1: have to stick it out.
0: Bit of an offshoot. I remember talking to uh, Doug in the, in the Hype Attack podcast. Check us out on wherever podcasts are found. And we were talking spooky stuff. And me being a quote unquote downstairs person, mm-hmm. never having encountered two story houses. Anytime I, we would go to someone's house that was a two story house, it would freak me out. It would creep me out. And I still get that, that reaction when I watch movies like this where there's a second story oh. house. And it works. And it's creepy. So now we cut to.
1: We cut to next day. She gets the call from the detective. Uh-huh. Uh She says, detective tells her. uh,
0: Oh, that it's. It's not josh's fingerprints
1: not josh yeah how
0: because in the in the first one we know we see as the audience we see josh strangle elise Mm -hmm. was it that was never explained why it wasn't his fingerprints
1: no but i feel like it may be explained in the third chapter or something i
0: I doubt it but like i guess it's one of those kind of like unspoken rules like if you're possessed you then have someone else's fingerprints i
1: guess (laughs) i mean
0: so after the whole detective thing we then cut to the geek squad ghost hunter guys okay who they're in their regular civvy clothes because I got tired of seeing them in their stupid like Mormon uniforms. Oh, God. And they're still idiots. Mm-hmm. And they're still going back and forth. Again, a little bit turned down. I, are they at Elise's place? Yes. Okay. Do they live with her?
1: I'm not sure. No. They may be just uh, getting her affairs in order or okay. something.
0: Like Because this is right after. Yeah,
1: this is all right after. So I believe they're just getting everything situated for her.
0: And as they're getting things situated, the door opens up by itself. And they're like... Well, hey, she always kept her reading room locked. So that's that's what made me question, like, are they just over there all the time or do they live mm-hmm. there? They then wander downstairs and um, it's like a whole seance room.
1: Oh, yeah. It was I'm, very creepy.
0: I have clients that have, like, similar stuff. It's so eerie. I'm not a spiritual dude. I I, I got stories to tell where I'm starting to kind of, like, view things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you kind of, you know, if you've watched ghost movies, you, you kind of know okay, the ghost or whatever spirit is trying to tell them something, lead them in a direction, mm-hmm. and it does, and like the TV kind of turns on, they turn it off, and they go stumble into uh, yet another supposedly locked room, mm-hmm. and it's where all the VHSs are, and they happen upon the VHS that says... Lambert, comma,
1: Josh. 1982.
0: 1986. Really? hmm It says they're 86? Yeah. Right. All right. The internet doesn't lie. I guess not. <laughs> so they watch it. Mm-hmm. And I always enjoy VHS lo-fi looking stuff. They pause it at that point where Josh is being, uh, the kid Josh is being interviewed when he's in his uh, meditation. What is that? Not, oh. Hypnosis. Yeah. <laughs> meditation. Meditation. Om. Um, and they kind of like zoom in on this like one dark space. And I'm, I'm loving it because it's creepy. And these idiots aren't saying stupid shit. Although backtrack, what's the stupid shit that they said? Like who's going to go first down the stairs?
1: You first. Hunter Ninja Bear. Hunter Ninja Bear.
0: That's bullshit. Does <sighs> a bear beat a goddamn ninja? Superior sense of smell, my friend. <laughs>
1: <What> the
0: hell! <laughs> like, you had to. They had to have something like that in there. It's a, It's a suspenseful moment. It should stay suspenseful. Whatever. I don't make movies.
1: But, but it's that whole thing that how, how we do not it. And then they, they don't want to go in first.
0: Yeah. But yeah. would you do that in like, like, you know, a ghost is like leading you down somewhere.
1: I'd be like, heck no, you go first. I'll be arguing with you to go first.
0: <laughs> and now we're back to Dalton and his brother. Who gives a shit about him because he doesn't really ever play a part. <laughs> but this brother is like happy to have his bigger brother awake and alive and stuff. And he's like, Dalton, let's play. And he's like, Dalton's being a. Dick!
1: Oh my God! He's Seriously. like,
0: I'm top Grumpy fuck! Well, f-
1: he came back from the further. Wouldn't you be happy? Wouldn't you be a little bit more happy? Wouldn't you be exhausted? Like your body was was resting, but you weren't really resting with your body.
0: That's every night, man. All right, point taken. But his brother's like, "Hey, let's play at the, these cans. Look what mm-hmm. I made." And Dalton's like, "They're stupid, like, mm-hmm. Dalton. You dick up your fucking dying. This one, you fucking dick." Yeah but he doesn't me knowing movies i'm like wait a second the canned phone things i bet that's going to be it's going to play it's a plant it's going to play a part later on
1: Always does
0: and it does later on a couple times in the movie you know what's always creepy whispering kids why because they're just creepy and especially like when this sounds so wrong i was going to say especially when they're sleeping (laughs) gross isaac why no 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 not like that man
1: uh, look, <laughs> Lorraine,
0: their grandma, comes in the room to check on them because she's happy. Again, she's happy all this shit's over, mm-hmm. right? And then that's where Dalton is whispering. Oh, yeah. And he's talking in his sleep.
1: Grandma? Mm-hmm?
0: There's someone standing behind you. Ooh. That, that works. That's yeah. effective. It's creepy. I like it. And the way that the camera is angled, by the way, Is like she's on the far left of the screen and Dalton's on the far bottom right corner. And so when she's turning her head back around, then the camera sort of pans to the back Mm -hmm. and you think you're going to see something and you don't. But it's just like And I thought that was better. Yeah. I thought that was so much better. And then she starts wandering around downstairs, goes to the bathroom and you see like the glimpse of the woman in white in the back. Mm -hmm. And that's your first glimpse at the woman in white. Oh, that's right. And then she goes to the bathroom and that whole like, you know, they're going to see something in the mirror, but... They didn't cheapen that whole mirror thing by having a jump scare in the mirror. Kudos to James Wan for not cheapening that moment. Mm -hmm. Instead, the door like slowly opens or slowly closing, isn't it? Yeah. So then the door slowly closing and you see the lady in white as the door's closing. Then she kind of like walks away and Mm -hmm. and Lorraine's like, oh,
1: shit. And I think that's when she bumps into Josh and tells him the same thing.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And he's like. You didn't see anything. She's like, what are you talking about? We saw saw a No, you didn't. Because if you did, that would freak out my family. Wink, wink.
1: (laughs) Nothing happened. Asshole. Gaslighting.
0: And now it's the next morning, and uh, the kids are getting ready for school, Mm -hmm. and Josh wants to take uh, Dalton to school. He wants to take the kids to school, rather. But Dalton's like all bummy and depressed, and the mom's like, what's up, Dalton? What do do you want to eat? You can have anything you want. And I was like, "Damn, Dalton... You know, have her hook you up
1: with some ice cream, bro. I would definitely have ice cream for breakfast. I mean, I can right now. I'm an adult. But, you know, <laughs> as a kid, I would... Go right ahead. I would ask. Can I have and, ice
0: cream? And then he he talks about the dream that just happened. Then you get to see his point of view. And I like that they do this in the in this in this movie, where you, you witness a scene in one way, and then you see it from another perspective. And so it allows um, the movie to sort of build up that suspense and that mm-hmm. horror and that reveal later on, kind of land on that creepiness. So... Good job, James Wan. I'm giving yeah. you a lot of credit because you really step it up with this one, okay? I'll say it a bunch of times. You fucking you earned it. So Dalton talks about his dream and you get to see that there actually was, some. you get to see the Lady in White standing behind Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Fucking creepy. And, and he then tells his mom that he, what happened is he wandered downstairs and he heard his dad talking to somebody. Now you're thinking, oh, he's just talking to Lorraine. No, 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 no. But what he was listening in on was a whole different set of dialogue oh yeah so now you're now there's like mystery this is some suspicion
1: suspense
0: but what i found really interesting about this movie was there wasn't as much mystery as you thought there was gonna be because like they immediately confirm yes josh is possessed there's there's not as much doubting that he's not josh Mm -hmm. as i expected
1: okay does that make sense yeah it makes sense yeah but uh also the reason that there's not much of a suspense or like a mystery or anything it's because the first one you had everything now it's kind of like we're gonna solve the holes that we made in the first one. Oh, interesting yeah All Right.
0: there's this one part that I, I like that they did they're still in the kitchen and everything after uh right after dalton says that like dad was talking to somebody mm-hmm. and then it shows josh standing in the doorway but he's like silhouetted it's creepy Pat credit to patrick wilson in this movie for being able to turn up the creepy. Oh
1: my god, yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, please don't.
0: Loved it. So now we're back with the Geek Squad and Lorraine.
1: They called her in.
0: Yeah, now she's letting them know that I'm still seeing stuff. Yeah. And they go, well, we got some for you.
1: Mm-hmm. They digitized the VHS, and because they... why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean.
0: And they they had up the contrast, up mm-hmm. the brightness, and that dark spot that I mentioned earlier. You pan in. And you're thinking, oh, I know I'm going to see something creepy.
1: I thought it was going to be the old lady
0: for sure. And what was it, Josh? Now at this point, I'm like, uh,
1: and not 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 little Josh, like older
0: Josh. Like Correct. Sorry. C- current yeah. Current. Current day. Adult Josh. Josh.
1: Lorraine, is that Josh?
0: How is that possible? We don't know. If only at least we're here to help us. Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening in the movie now. N- is there time traveled and further now? Later confirmed, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we cut back to Renee in the kitchen. Uh, the kids are at school and she's with the baby. And again with the fucking baby monitor, right? It was it was a bit of a like the same, probably in the same place as the first movie with mm-hmm. like babies upstairs, baby monitors on, pianos playing, monitors going, and then loudness. And she then runs upstairs. Freaked out, just like in the first one. Now the baby's completely fucking gone.
1: Bye. Chills. I got.
0: I got chills. That's a creepy scene. And I'm like, okay, it's one thing. It's one thing for the baby to be on the ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now the baby's completely gone. She's like looking underneath the bed. Nothing. She runs downstairs. Nothing. But she hears the baby crying. And they do this really cool movie magic trick where the camera's panning, and you obviously she's in the foreground, and you obviously see the background, and it pans, and as it's panning, it reveals where which was once an empty couch. Now there's a lady in white sitting there.
1: Oh my god!
0: Creepy. Loved it. I loved it. Now, now this movie is like subverting those expectations. I don't know where the scares or the jump scares are going to be. Wherever those creepy moments are, I'm locked in. Much better than the first one.
1: And is this where she starts to follow the ghost around in the house to get the baby?
0: Yeah. So she's yeah. yeah, So she's chasing the the lady in white, (laughs) and then she turns around, and the lady in white says. And she is
1: out. Dude, she flew. <laughs> she's fucking she broke the coffee table. Down.
0: Oh, that poor coffee table. Whatever did it do to them?
1: It was an antique.
0: <laughs> and she's gone. She, she's gone. She's out. She's not dead. She's passed out. She
1: She's done. And then we go back.
0: But I still don't know what the baby is. But we don't answer that just yeah. yet. We cut back to... to
1: Carl and them. And then he does the whole dice. And it decides to let, let's see if we can get Elise to speak to us.
0: Now, me being me, did you find it silly that like if you're a a, a demon hunter or whatever kind of like demonologist, s- demonologist, that your your tool of communication would be dice? How do you even figure that out? Where do you even get dice like that? Nobody has to answer that. That's just me. But I was like, okay, it's your thing. You're weird. You're weird, Carl. Do your thing.
1: Oh, I was more like a oh, that's an interesting. Take dice. All right, instead of a Ouija board, it's A portable Ouija board. Dice.
0: I don't know. I'd have like a notebook. (laughs) A notepad. Why? Why dice? But he also answers He's like, look, it's not an exact science. Sorry, guys.
1: They're
0: contacting Elise.
1: They're contacting Elise. Finally. They're
0: doing the whole dice thing. Yeah. I have a problem with that scene. Okay. It's like, wait, 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 wait. She's communicating with you through the dice, but yet she flickers the lights and then she turns the TV on. Hey, Elise, use the fucking TV. Why? Why not? She turned the TV on.
1: What if the TV is only like...
0: Oh, you know, for, like... for ghosts, you have to turn it to AV channel and not channel three. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, whatever. Dude,
0: kids won't understand that no, shit nowadays? They
1: won't. They're like, what's a VHS? <laughs> what's like... What, what was it? A cassette? <laughs> what's a cassette? Uh, so they make contact with Elise,
0: and when they're communicating with Elise, they're 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 asking her a bunch of questions, like you know, uh. Um, who's doing this and what does she want kind of thing and whatever. And then it mm-hmm. like finally, uh, through the whole thing, it finally says like the lady of angels, but it doesn't have an, an E in it. And the idiots are like, I don't know what, what Anglaise is. And <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the mom goes, it's lady of angels. I should know it. I worked there. And then we go to the hospital.
1: To the hospital, the abandoned hospital. That's when they um try to see if that is.
0: Well, they're looking for connections. Yeah. They want to know who the hell these ghosts mm-hmm. are. Um, but we don't go there just yet. We go back to Josh is helping. Oh, she, ooh, he's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's helping, he, he's helping, uh, look,
1: Renee, Renee, God
0: damn it. He's helping Renee back up, but he doesn't do it immediately. And you're like, something is up with you. Bro. Like I know some I know you're possessed, but like, hmm this is really creepy. Like, she's oh, asleep there. Yeah. And he picks her up and, like, puts her back in bed.
1: Oh, it, no, no, no. He puts her on the couch, and then he, like, leans in to kind of, like, wake her up, but uh-huh. does, like, that weird, like, sniffing one in a lake. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just disgusting.
0: Now we're back at the hospital with the whole gang. Yeah. The Scooby gang. scooby doo doo <laughs> Creepy, empty, abandoned hospitals will forever be creepy. We have our history with them. Oh yeah, we've done urban exploring.
1: I kind of thought it was that hospital, really, because it kind of looked like it. But then, I, as I did research, it was the, the Linda Vista one, and okay. I was just like, it's creepy.
0: So, whatever, like wh- whoever's responsible, like the production, mm-hmm. uh, stage management, or whatever, that that like dressed that whole thing up as a creepy Bennett hospital. Well done, because it it like gave me the chills just then wandering around in it. And then they did the whole thing where it's like found footage, and they not found footage, but they. One of the guys, the Geek Squads, has their their camera on. And oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, POV, found footage, sort of, you know, they a- they have to, to that.
1: They have to record and see.
0: And they pass by a room, and Carl's like, it's in there, something in there. Lorraine's like, I know this room. This is the ICU. Mm-hmm. I remember this. And then now we were at a flashback, and earlier. And yet Alva doesn't yell,
1: <laughs> earlier. Because it didn't say earlier, just a flashback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate it when they're like, earlier.
0: and I, I get I, it. I laughed. So fucking hard because young Lorraine is telling young Josh, okay, don't touch anything. Immediately touches everything. Not Uh, only does he touch everything, he's like touching the fucking... um, Oh,
1: the one with the the vitals.
0: Yeah. Like, why? And then the guy in the bed like... And he's like trying to get uh, Josh, young Josh. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, that dude hates him.
1: A little side note. I wouldn't be surprised if the hospital beds... and
0: Is all original stuff? Yeah.
1: Because it is... The last creepy well side note here another side note uh the last patient checked out in 1991 from the linda vista hospital
0: oh man you really did look up with some fun facts i
1: like abandoned hospitals
0: so we're back in the flashback and lorraine is taking the elevator Mm -hmm. and this dude in a trench coat which she recognizes as that icu patient parker we now learn his name's parker and he's not responding to her because she's like what are you doing up (laughs) and they go to and she's like okay weird Go down the elevator. Parker uh, gets off at the same floor. Turns down another uh, corridor, hu- hallway, yeah. and Lorraine asks the uh, front desk nurse, "What's uh, the patient at 105 Why doing up and that? around?" She's like, "What?" Yeah, what? but no, he's he's deep died. He
1: died this morning.
0: And I'm like, "Okay, do ghosts take elevators?"
1: I guess in this in this thing, <laughs> yeah. this thing, yeah. But that little scene where she's taking the elevator and going to the nurses' station and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, the same hospital as Halloween too. <gasps> Yeah. I have a lot of fun yeah. facts No, no, time. I'm loving this,
0: man. <laughs> Good job on the fun facts. Fun Facts brought to you by Elba. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back at the house mm-hmm. with Renee and Josh. And Renee wakes up, f- still freaked out, by the way. I thought that was hilarious. I, don't know. I, I chuckled at that yeah. one. <laughs> she, she was freaked out for like a couple seconds too long. And the piano's playing again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they go to the room and the piano stops playing again. And she goes to it and starts playing the song because she knows it. Because mm-hmm. it's her song. She starts singing it, yeah, and it's her song. And she's Josh. like, you don't recognize that song, yeah.
1: Josh? I wrote no. it for you.
0: Yeah, it's a song about you. I was like, ooh, confirmed possession.
1: Yeah, it's not Josh.
0: Mm-mm. Which then I want, at that point I'm wondering, but who's playing the piano? And then we come to find out later on in the movie that it's our real Josh, Giving her kind of
1: hints like, hey, I'm not, that's not me.
0: And once we learned that, I then was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So you're Josh in the further, you're playing the music. Why do you stop fucking playing it when she steps into the room every single time?
1: (laughs) Because I think that's where he was talking. Like, Do you remember when um, early in the movie, Dalton goes, I heard dad talking to someone, but he was talking to himself. Uh I feel like that moment was Parker talking to to josh to like no like they were fighting each other and so that's when he took parker took over josh and kept him out so he was kind of like making sure he didn't like josh didn't trigger him too much to go back into the further and maybe dispose of him somehow or make him stay there
0: okay because there was one point he was taunting him mm-hmm. he told him like "You're just gonna have to live in the shadows
1: yeah uh, but that's kind of when you kind of start seeing also that Josh is not Josh, like his bodily features. Oh, yeah.
0: He's starting to look more pale. More pale. More pallid. Yeah. His tooth falls out.
1: Yeah, his tooth falls. He pulls it out. He's like. Mm. Oh,
0: oh man. I uh, I cringe at that one. Yeah. Something as simple as that. Just like yanking your tooth out. is was cringeworthy.
1: But the fact that he just looks at it and just like, eh. But I'm just like, but you're you're decaying. Does that even happen?
0: Now we're back with the Scooby squad (laughs) and, and they're at Parker's house. So they're trying to like figure out what the hell is going on, who the ghosts are. And they're exploring Mm -hmm. this really creepy old house. Somebody smells something, but they keep on moving along. They go upstairs and, and they all
1: go separate ways. Why? Never split up. Why do you split up? You just never, you die. You die that way. But you don't split up. I thought you were going to say, uh. Some white people shit. That is, I'm sorry, but that is, that is. So I would not be going I mean
0: Never split up When it's confirmed That you're dealing with spirits You don't split up No don't split up You stay together Now they're in like This kid's room This girl's room There's like a dollhouse
1: No 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 That stroller right before That gave me the creeps When Mm. they go upstairs And the stroller is like Yeah Right at the top And it's just like Here's like the kid's room But once they open The kid's room
0: Oh you and Sihan Both went Nope
1: Yeah Nope That is the scene I will say That scared me. That made me slightly twitch. Not jump, twitch. Ah. It made me twitch when the rocking horses started going and the little kid shadow ran.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh my God. That made me twitch. And I was was like, okay, where are we going with this movie?
0: And they happen upon a little ghost girl. There was like a little ghost kid that runs by Mm -hmm. up in the top room. And then there's this little ghost girl sitting on the bed who looks very-
1: Like Annabelle. Yeah. The Annabelle doll.
0: But The Conjuring hadn't come out yet.
1: No, it already came out in July. This is after.
0: Shitballs. That's right. So another Easter egg.
1: Mm-hmm. That is the Easter egg that I spoke of earlier.
0: But it's actually the ghost girl that looks like Annabelle. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: it, it tells him, get out or she'll find you.
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, is the she they're talking about the old lady in black? Mm hmm. And now we cut back to the house again. So we're cutting back. Too and many f- cutbacks. Dude, there's yeah. cutting back and forth. To, and and I, I'll, I'll give it credit because it's keeping the momentum going and keeping that suspense going. Because you know that Scooby gang is trying to figure out a way to solve this shit.
1: He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: be here all week.
0: Fuck me. That's <laughs> so why we're married, people. We're back in the kids' room. Remember I mentioned the the canned phone thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Dalton starts hearing stuff coming from the canned phone, and he follows the, the string along. It's going into the closet. This movie did a really good job with sound design and like the sound of the ghost coming from the can or the voices coming from the can. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the, the overbearing silence before something freaky happens. It wasn't necessarily like a jump scare, like, boom, something is in your face, but a ghost girl runs out of the closet and, and is like standing in the corner saying that like it hurts or something like that and then Josh turns back to the closet and he's surrounded by a dozen or so other ghosts and he looks back to himself and I'm getting chills thinking about it. He looks back to himself in bed and he realizes that he's astral projecting mm. and he jumps back in it and-
1: Oh, he covers-
0: He covers himself and the ghosts are trying to get at him and his mom wakes him up and total scene out of like Nightmare on Elm Street, the mom looks at the sheets and the sheets are ripped up. Mm-hmm. Total Freddy Krueger moment. Right?
1: Yeah. So is this where we go back to the other old house?
0: No. So now we're back downstairs. Okay. And Josh is, who we think is Josh, he's sitting in the piano room by himself. And he's talking to someone. And that's when he says, You're trying to reach her, but you won't. Not from over there. Shadows are your home now. And it does this really cool effect where it, it pans to the piano. But the lighting and everything changes too the further and our real Josh is sitting at the piano.
1: Oh, that's right. I'm like, yeah. oh fuck.
0: He can see everything happening.
1: He's like, and he can't stop it. He's helpless. Like yeah. he, he can't do anything.
0: Now we go back to the house. Oh fine. <laughs> now we go back to, to the creepy ghost riddled house.
1: Yes.
0: They regroup downstairs. Scooby mm-hmm. Gang regroups downstairs. And um, they 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 really smell something and it's by the bookshelf and it stinks and they open it up, uh, false wall. They tap on it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was, that was creepy. They tap on it and something taps back and they do it again and something taps, taps back even harder. They open it up and it's just complete death smell.
1: Oh, decay.
0: My question, though. Yeah. There's a bunch of bodies covered in sheets. How long were they down there? Because Parker didn't stop killing or he died in 86 or whatever. Yeah
1: so he's he's been doing the killing for a while mm-hmm. cuz he killed his mom first and then he goes off so the the mom was the one in white so then he goes off t- to do killings mm-hmm. as the lady in the, black
0: oh, yeah the the mother of death mother mortis
1: yes so um the bride in black correct um
0: which gave me silence of the lambs feel like buff, uh, buffalo bill
1: yeah but no 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 because uh mother mortis was Parker's
0: mom, she was Mother Mortis.
1: She was the lady in white.
0: Yeah, so it was it was her ghost that was uh, communicating with Carl through the dice because he flips the dice again and Mm -hmm. she's like Mother Mortis. It's like literally translates to Mother Death. So I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So it wasn't Elise that was communicating with them that led them to the hospital, which led them to the house. It was Mother Mortis, the lady in white. Parker's mom. Mm -hmm. Why? Why not kill them earlier elsewhere?
1: Because Parker, uh, he had a lifetime of abuse. Remember the way why he was in the ICU? Because he was.
0: Oh, he tried to castrate himself, right?
1: Either that, or his mom did it, and then he killed his mom, and then bam, <gasps>
0: which was very. But I think psycho. Yeah, but vibes.
1: I, I think he killed his mom first, did some killings, and probably castrated himself because that's when he started to dress as a bride in black, and he started to kidnap at least fifteen young women. Who kind of semi-looked like his mom. Okay. A little bit. But that's why they show like that, the, the bodies, and then they show like the back, and there's like these tools of involvement and stuff like that.
0: Oh, okay. Because that's, that's what I was wondering, and I guess I missed it. Uh, inside baseball, when we're watching these movies, I'm the one taking like a lot of the detailed notes. Alva's watching the movie fully, and so the times I'm like looking down, I'm trying to write quickly— as I miss these little parts, mm-hmm. we'll have to find a way around it other than yeah. like, watching it the so, same time. But yeah, cause I, cause, sorry, because I was wondering like, wait, 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 these bodies look like they're really well kept
1: mm-hmm. embalming stuff. Yeah, embalming. So that was the the, the don't touch moment. The second <laughs> the, don't touch moment. The
0: second don't touch moment.
1: Because they <laughs> Fucking didn't. Fucking
0: geek squads start touching everything.
1: Well, because they want to know if like what's down, like is it but mannequins? They got told
0: don't touch it. Why
1: do they touch it? Well, they got told don't touch it after they wanted, they touched it. <laughs> But I do remember saying as we were watching the movie that it reminds me of the maze because I remember we did do the Halloween Horror Nights, the uh, universal one. And I think that's the one where Sergio uh, made us go in front of the line and all this stuff.
0: Man, I don't remember. We've been to a lot of mazes and, and I forgot so about that one.
1: That one I remember because it was taken directly from the movie to the maze. And the only reason I remember that is because... I'm very hard to get scared at, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to anything, really. It's yeah. Like, really hard. Yeah. So when one of those, where you have a sheet over your head, and you're standing still, and you don't know who's what. Okay. That one got me in the maze, because they're just, it's a random. They're just, you don't know where they're at. Yeah. So it got me. And it was like a little flashback to those moments.
0: And now we're back with the Scooby gang in front of the house, because now they have a plan. Because now they know that uh, it's Parker that his whole time his whole time that is in uh, Josh's body. Mm-hmm. So Geek Squad has this whole plan to tranquilize Josh, so that they could I don't know do some séance thing. They they uh, was it clear what they were exactly going to do?
1: No. So they were uh they were, it wasn't clear, but the whole thing was Lorraine was supposed to get Renee away, uh-huh, and make sure right. that the kids never came back. Good. And Carl was supposed to go up there and ask, like, oh, I heard that Elaine died. I want to get some input.
0: And so now we're there. And Carl does a terrible job at lying for the most part because he's talking with Josh. Josh looks like complete shit.
1: Dude, the sunken eyes. Oh. I, I was like, you might as well just be in the coffin already.
0: Because <laughs> that, that's a, such a it's a it's a fun rule. And really cool lore that they had set up of like, if a ghost is possessing a a live body, the death of the ghost's being will decay decay a living body. So, how do you possess a body forever? Because later revealed, like, Parker wanted, wanted to, he wanted Dalton, he wanted to embody Dalton because he wanted to relive his childhood. Mm -hmm. Because, spoiler alert, we later find out that um, Parker's mom, is mommy dearest
1: she she wanted a little girl and she got a little boy dressed him up in dresses
0: and his little girl name is marilyn marilyn (laughs)
1: um that little girl that you see in the Mm -hmm. beginning where he's telling like oh mom's coming it's him it's him it's him
0: which is weird because if that's young parker's ghost where is parker's adult ghost in josh josh so it's really convoluted but evidently, the world of the dead does not follow through any kind of particular timeline.
1: No. Not at all.
0: So I don't know if there's like a legit explanation for that. If You know what it felt like? If you guys are Star Wars fans, um, the world between worlds, right? It's kind of where like all the force ghosts are. And there is no here. There is no when. So yeah. you can sort of bounce around. Mm-hmm. And they do that because Carl fails at tranquilizing Josh. Josh knows what's up.
1: Can we talk about the code word that he's supposed to say, Quesadilla. Oh, and he says it, and I'm just God, like,
0: I hate the game squads. It's just stupid lines. Would have come done completely without that.
1: But I did like the whole scene where uh, at the end he finally uh, Josh offers him a glass of water and comes back, and there's a knife <laughs> yeah. behind his back. He goes, "Oh, why don't you bring out your dice?"
0: Oh, oh, and that creepy smile that, that oh, Josh yeah. had. Man, I want that framed because that's a, there are a lot of movies in which you have like the Kubrick stare and that smile, but he nailed that fucking murderous smile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He asks a dice and it says knife and then they have a whole brawl.
1: Quesadilla gets called out. Yeah. Barely.
0: Quesquad comes up and they, they try to rescue. And try. They, it takes all of them to finally get him down.
1: Tucker gets the tranquilizer.
0: Tucker gets the tranquilizer. Carl gets downed. And we, we think that Carl. Doc. We think he's dead. Carl thinks he's dead. So yeah. now Carl is in the further and he sees Josh with his lantern and he's like, Oh, I failed. I'm I'm if I'm here, then I'm dead. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, Carl, you, you suck, dude. You really <laughs> failed this whole thing.
1: And then somehow they find Elise.
0: Oh my god. You guys, you and Seham, I think we all had a chuckle because they happen upon, they find Elise's spirit mm-hmm. in the further. And it's just like fantastical music and both of you guys are like okay calm down like, <laughs> <laughs> like a storybook you yeah. know no, score I mean, but but even, i hate when like mystical people are always cryptic mm-hmm. and she like gives some bullshit cryptic line and like only you can find it or some shit yeah. like that and like just
1: fucking, you've been in the goddamn... Further for longer than... Jo- probably yeah. around the same time. Give us some answers, bitch. Because yeah. she's not in the further; She's like in some other...
0: <laughs> the furthest?
1: Probably. <laughs> she's in the light.
0: As exploring the further, they see that, that if you guys remember, in the first one, there's a ghost that looked like Johnny Depp.
1: Oh my God. They see
0: that ghost with the baby monitor, but they did do his makeup a lot better, so he didn't look like Johnny Depp. It was creepier. And, and then he's like, I'm going to go take her or whatever the line is. And he goes, runs up. And then you kind of confirm that, oh, there is time travel in the further.
1: That's f- yeah.
0: And that whole scene in in part one where uh, it's like the beginning of the movie where like the door is, is, somebody knocks at the door and then it later is like opening and stuff like that. It's actually. Josh. Josh. But the spirit world further Josh.
1: Yeah. This whole time it was Josh. Mm hmm. It was kind of cool. Josh caused a problem. Josh is, Josh is a problem.
0: <laughs> but then it it, um, it, it kind of then lets you know like, oh, those moments that were scary in those before scenes mm-hmm. weren't actually scary because it was just like the good guys that were doing that. Oh, yeah. Which means that in the beginning of this movie where young Josh points at the door and the door creepily opens up, uh, it's actually Josh, uh, Josh jo- and Carl. Josh, Carl, and Elise. Oh, yeah, Elise. And then Elise says, so that's what that was about. And we all go. Yeah.
1: Get duh. Down.
0: Jeez, thanks Elise for explaining it to the audience. Fucking duh. I didn't that line You did, did say not.
1: Duh. You're like, oh yeah.
0: That line did not need to be in the movie. And then they, they happen on the red door. I know one of the recent installments of Insidious is the red door, but like there uh. there is a significance in this red door because it yeah. kind of allowed them to then travel from their house to Parker's house.
1: Is the red door like the, the portal? I think so.
0: And I'm pretty sure people that have seen the other movies are like, yes, or whatever. Yeah. And we're not going to, by the way, when we're not there. Yeah. When we research these movies, we do so after we watch the movie so that we don't spoil the actual movie for us. Mm -hmm. We want to be surprised.
1: Because I don't like movies being spoiled.
0: So now we're back in the real world and Renee and Lorraine are back in the house with Josh.
1: Because they sense something's wrong. They go back and they find just Josh waiting, kind of, kind of waiting for them in a way.
0: And he goes full fucking murderous. And these dumb broads are slow as shit. And yes, they, they go into the piano room and push the piano against the door. And I was so irritated because I'm like, put the brakes on. Put the bra. Put the brakes on. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't. And he like pushes the thing open and they run around the house and they pick up like the lightest fucking uh saucepan to like hit oh on my it. God. And he's like, I think he meant this. And he fucking chucks the teapot at them. And all of us, me, you, and him burst out fucking laughing at that scene.
1: The <laughs> he fact beams her. that she got that, and I'm like, okay, tangled. I see where you're going <laughs> with this, but at what point does Josh not just grab her wrist right. and be like, stop?
0: And he's full on Jack Torrance, like he's chasing them down to the basement, and they, yeah.
1: Well, he locks the mom in the bathroom.
0: Oh, that's correct. He, so
1: it's after he locks the mom in the bath, like right away after the the piano scene, it's just um renee, renee and the two
0: kids going down uh into the basement yeah because
1: the kids get dropped off while yeah. all this is happening and then she's making sure that <laughs> and at like... this point i'm
0: like i don't trust renee to to barricade anything because she already failed you know earlier and she somehow successfully did it with like the the washer and then puts the the the, the bar but in but the Parker door seems
1: a little bit too smart for this and i was like
0: eh. oh yeah and he put he like punches through the drywall now at this point dalton redeems himself credit to dalton he's like you know what i got this mom I'm going to find dad. Let's go find dad. I can like go to sleep and I'm like, must be nice to be able to just like go to sleep at a moment's I know. notice.
1: Must be. Oh, wait. No, I do that. Never mind.
0: You do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alva, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to go to bed. Okay.
1: It's multiple times sobbing. Um, <laughs> at least she hides the the other son. She hides the other son before, yeah. you know. Um, so then at that point, it's just her protecting Dalton, Dalton and the son.
0: And fending off Josh. Yeah.
1: And then fending off Josh.
0: And uh, and Dalton again the the those canned phones come into play and he ties it to himself and then he goes to sleep and goes into the further and the, the, as he's searching we're now in we're still in the further but now we're with um the ghost gang which is Elise Josh and Carl and now they're looking for the answers that mm-hmm. fucking spooky squad over there wasn't able to do which is like finding an answer to finally end all this shit oh yeah the answers and the memories I think somebody has said. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get the backstory of Parker and his mom and all that shit. And, uh, and man, you know, it really sucks that that, you know, that, that kid really, not that I don't blame him, but it like, he had a hard upbringing.
1: 15 women killed?
0: You know, sometimes I mean, you have your issues. Well, with
1: one that escaped. Who's the one that escaped? I think it's the one in the wheelchair at the end. I don't remember that. Because there's a scene where they're looking at like these uh, like old newspaper uh-huh. articles they're like a lady in um black wedding dress or you know victim or whatever.
0: Is that the girl at the very end?
1: That's what I said. <laughs> ba ba Dalton finds them, finally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and Josh breaks through the wall. Mm-hmm. All the while, like we're in the further and they're finding these answers and everything. And now Josh is advancing on Renee. Dalton. And I'm like, ooh, he's going to kill him. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a whole different fucking movie. But in the further, real Josh and the ghost gang Mm -hmm. are they have, they happen upon their own sheet-covered bodies.
1: Oh, but these are standing.
0: They're standing. And they they reveal them. And then one of them reveals to be the lady in white. The mom. Parker's mom. Mm -hmm. And they start fighting and everything like that. And I don't exactly understand the connection because spirit world Josh beats shit out of the ghost and then it basically exercises the 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 spirit Parker's spirit out of Josh's mm-hmm. real body which my question was you can kill a ghost I guess yeah I, do you think that they wrote themselves on a corner at that point
1: I I think I don't think he kills them I think he just kind of sends them back but like even I don't know right because I, I feel like it the, the next movie may explain more of this stuff than
0: and then Josh is back in his body and everybody's happy, and they're all trauma bonding.
1: <laughs> well, was it one of the Geek Squad? Is the one that came for uh, Re- uh, Renee's help and tries? He tries so Could hard. do
0: without those guys completely because, of course, he comically comes after the fact after everything's done. Ah! Ah! Bring it! But I did enjoy that Renee didn't immediately
1: go to Josh.
0: Yeah, because earlier in the movie, she's like. I, she was telling Lorraine, like, I know that wasn't my husband because I looked into his eyes and that same look it's, that like, I've dark. known for 10 years or something like that, it just it wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that, like, once he was back in his body, she was going to be like, it's him. Oh, it's my Joshy boy. But it took her, like, she's traumatized. So it took Trust her a few, yeah, it took her a number of beats. And I'm like, good for you, girly.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the kids, I'm like, come on, wait a little bit too.
0: And then it's like, and then we kind of like fade to forward Mm -hmm. in time, not to forward in time. And then we fade to later and we're with the Geek Squad who are being just annoying, nerdy Geek Squad. One was They're out of someone else's door and they're like eating their fucking Hot Hot Pockets. Yeah. And so you think that like, okay, so now we're just going to investigate another family. And we kind of are. And a couple opens the door and it pans down to this little girl. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. This is the second movie that we've had uh, Jenna Ortega in.
1: What was the other one? Studio
0: 666. Oh,
1: that's right. Mm-hmm. But I think, was Jenna. She's so little. Just this. Is, is this how she started her whole.
0: Oh, I have no idea. I don't have her filmography. Okay. But I immediately recognized her. She's so oh, adorable. Oh, yeah. She's so adorable. And she's like, who's the lady with you? And they're like, what lady? Who? And that. And it's Elise. Least... Yeah. And we see her kind of walk past them. She's going to go talk to this girl in the wheelchair. It's
1: like paralyzed.
0: Yeah. And then you hear. That telltale crickly crackly sound.
1: Allison.
0: Possibly Darth Maul Demon. And okay. she's looking behind the wheelchair. So But you don't see anything. Mm-mm. But then the the whole thing ends on Elise's face, just you know, horrified. Oh my God. Cut to black. Cut to credits. And we finally saw Insidious two.
1: Chapter two.
0: Chapter two. Sorry. What'd you think about this movie?
1: I like it, it. was better than the first one. Way
0: better than the first one. Yeah. I liked it a lot. We mm-hmm. said that in the in the first part of this podcast a number of times because oh, it, yeah. it 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 like like we said in the, in the uh, episode where we covered Insidious chapter one, everyone that we talked to who was surprised that we hadn't seen this movie Mm -hmm. was so in love with these movies that I was expecting to like them or love them as much as they did. And then when we saw the first one, I was like, Oh man, I hope they get better. And they did.
1: Yeah. Got better. Yeah. So I can't wait to see chapter three.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to see the rest of them. Although somebody did mention to me that one of the movies, and I forgot which one is like a bore fest. Oh, but we still have to watch all of them because it still has some story built up.
1: Okay. So, I say if I were to rate this movie, mm-hmm. I would give it maybe. I think the last one I gave it like a 74. Yeah. So this one, I'm going to go ahead and rate it at a 79.
0: Okay. Well, you would be way over. Oh. Yeah. The tomato meter, the critic score gave it a 39%. Oh, okay. And the audience score gave it a 57%. I'm
1: way over on this.
0: And I know I don't look, I personally don't put a lot of weight into like any review scores, anything like that. I like to see a movie first and then give it like my own personal score. Mm-hmm. But this is just a, a game that we're playing, you know? Yeah. I don't agree. There is a podcast called Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. And I think that Rotten Tomatoes is wrong on this one with a 39%. Yeah. Me, I probably would have given it, um, yeah, about like what you gave it like a seventy. I like a seventy, seventy-five. Okay. So I was I was actually really blown away by by seeing that Ron Tomato score.
1: This one creeped me out at a little bit more.
0: A lot more. Yeah. Which
1: kinda I liked it because it gave me like little flashbacks to how when we saw Conjuring. Uh huh. And I was like, Ooh, the first Conjuring. And like it really scared me. But like it kind of gave me those kind of like feelings. So I'm yeah. like, For a movie to do that to me, I'm like, I'm going to give you a little bit of a higher score than what I usually would.
0: This movie itself, uh, compared to the first one, this one really revved my engine and and made me want to check out the rest of them.
1: Mm -hmm. I just hope that the next one is good.
0: Would you uh, recommend people to check it out?
1: Yes. And you can find it on. um, Max. Max. Freebie. Freebie.
0: If you're subscribed to it.
1: Yeah. If not, I'm pretty sure you can rent it on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, you can rent it. Yeah. all these movies you can rent somewhere. Oh, my God. But some movies, when they, like, just come out and you have to rent it, they're, like, 20 bucks.
1: Uh no. Yeah. No, that's to buy it. It's oh, jeez. So usually to rent it, it'll be, like, five bucks yeah. for, like, but, new releases. Nobody has Anyways. to worry about that. Mm-mm.
0: If you have Max, check it out.
1: Anything else you want to add to this?
0: Um, Everyone's acting was better. Mm-hmm. Um, they I like that they turned down. Again, I mentioned that at the top, but just to, to reiterate, they turned down the goofiness of some of the characters. They turned up the quality of the dialogue and of the story, which is why I'm so surprised that it didn't get a, a great score. But I talked to other people that have seen these this movie, mm-hmm. Chapter 2, and, and they also agree that they liked it better than the first one. So
1: that's like, my I can't personality. wait to see the next one then.
0: Yeah, so the, the, next, the next episode of uh, You Haven't Seen That, we are going to make it a little bit more lighthearted because <laughs> we're going into the holiday season. Oh, yes. We're not going to do a holiday movie. I think we've seen all the holiday movies.
1: There may be one that I haven't seen, but I'll have to look at our list.
0: We don't know now, but you'll have to do it next time. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of You Haven't Seen That Podcast or YHST for short. I still don't have this on SoundCloud. If you're searching for us on YouTube, search at YHST pod. You'll be able to find it or click links in our bio on Forehead Films on Instagram. F-O-R-E-H-E-D
1: Films Now let's go watch the Grand Prix
0: Oh yeah we gotta watch that And uh, you know on our Instagram you can also check out our other movie reviews From when we see movies out in the theaters But tell us what movies You missed that have people asking you the question You You haven't haven't seen seen that? that Later guys catch you next time
1: Okay bye